Okay. Sorry about that. That's all right. Uh, the, the person mowing the lawn lives down the street from me. Uh, he is Nick's wife's uncle. Oh, right on. And I, yeah, I, I mean, I've talked to him. I know he lived there. Nicole just didn't know him by, he was wearing like a hat. So, so he was helping anyway. you out because you're a new dad. Yes, yes. And busy. As soon as I walked out there, he was like, I remember how having a newborn is. And I'm like, I very much appreciate this. I have been dreading going out there and mowing the lawn. <laughs> <laughs> it's also been miserable outside most yes, of the time. Yes. There I were some know, cool I, I did my lawn week. on Saturday and it was fine. Yeah, the weekend. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, I think I, should, I did it I, Saturday I too. I don't know. But I've been doing using a push mower. It's pretty sweet. No, that's fun. I didn't find the time. And a weed whacker. There to do it. The one I got from John, actually. All right. Sisyphus. Sisyphus. Sissy face. No. So, as I uh, mentioned last week, this is a side project with uh, Serengeti, who's a rapper, Sun Lux, uh, they make music, and Sufian Stevens, who also makes music. Uh, considered a hip hop group, uh, but there's a lot of some electronica in there. A little bit of Sufian kind of brings some of the indie sensibilities to it as well. Um, and uh, yeah, this album came out in 2014, as John had said. Um, and I, uh, I, I wanted to have John. You kind of brought up the idea of like let's pick things that we don't normally listen to. And so, um, you know, this is something that I wouldn't normally listen to. And, uh, so I figured I would have you guys listen to it as well and, um, get your thoughts on it. But, uh, yeah. So I, I don't necessarily know that I have anything crazy to say off of the start. Um, but I kind of just want to dive into what you guys think. So John, what were your thoughts listening to Sisyphus? So I I don't think this is necessarily anything like groundbreaking by any means. I I love everyone involved in this project, and I think like you've definitely feel bits and pieces of what they bring to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I found it interesting because uh, if I recall correctly, you heard about this from Rick, right? Yeah. Yep. And their original EP was done by Dose One who does yep. sludge life yep and before i even read any of that i was listening like just the first song in this calm it down mm-hmm. i'm like this should be this isn't this sounds like sludge life like i felt like i was <laughs> listening to the sludge life soundtrack That's but with good. like better like audio Fidelity. quality yeah yeah um <laughs> It's uh, it's great. It's great mindless music to have in the background. Like you don't have to really pay attention to what's being said. Or I'm sure there are some great lyrics because Su- Sufjan Stevens is an amazing lyricist. Um, but you don't have to. And it's uh, it, th- there's some sick beats. There's some great production. Um, really well rounded sound and just a good blend of again these these three. Uh, entities coming together to make this cohesive uh, work of, of music that just it's just very well put together a, a very pleasurable listening experience all around yeah and uh, I, I put it on at the shop and it was it was usually the shop used to be very democratic about the music that we listen to like you know someone could put something on we would listen to it if 
somebody didn't like or wasn't vibing on it, they'd just be like, hey, like, do you mind if I change it? Blah, 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 blah. But we've gotten to the point where like, if somebody doesn't like something that's on, they just change it immediately and don't question it. And there's no asking anyone. Like yeah. it used to be a very friendly environment for listening to music and discovering new music. This was the first time I put an album on and nobody changed it. Huh. That's interesting. So I found that intriguing that it actually got a full playthrough at the shop. Hmm. And I think it's because it sounds like something Dave would listen to and everybody figured like if they change Dave's music, <laughs> he might kill them. So they just let Depends it Depends on his mood. Yeah. That's funny. That's funny. But yeah. Um, it it's great. Yeah, it's a very very good listen. Um I I thoroughly enjoyed it. And it that's the thing is like it's it, because I didn't know it existed, like of course I hadn't listened to it, but like it's it is some like this is something that would be like in my library of music that I would yeah. listen to to some extent. It, it and, I, uh, I very much thought it would be something that would be like in your wheelhouse if not yeah. necessarily something that you, you know, would it would it would be anything. on my dinner playlist for when we have Friendsgiving. Mm-hmm. I could I would totally put it there. It's yeah, I I do feel like it has some pretty wide appeal. Like it it is very like yeah, there's Accessible. enough going on to 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 where it's interesting, but there's not so much going on that you have to stop what you're doing to to take it all in. Right, and then be like, "Hold up! Did he, did he just he just say that, or like, mm-hmm. what was that that was going on musically?" <laughs> it's like, yeah, like how you said it. It's it's definitely like it just seems like uh, three three dudes who know what they're doing and they know what they want, and they're like, "Yeah, let's do this record. Let's have some fun." Like they're not out to make a profound statement or impact. They're just doing what the fuck they want. And Mm -hmm. that's cool. I like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. I've listened to it like two or three times, but I will definitely be listening to it more than that. It's totally dinner music though. Like I, like I put it on a few times while making food Yeah, and like, it's, it's great as like a background, like I'm, I'm doing tasks and like, I need something to kind of roll me through this sequence of tasks that I have to complete. Mm -hmm. So as I make my prepared meal by blue apron, it was very nice to follow directions and listen to a nice (laughs) cadence in the background. Yeah. I mean, I do, I I can call out a couple different songs that I really do enjoy. I really do like calm it down. The the first track is, is Mm -hmm. I think one of the best on the album, just because it's like, I don't know. I do really enjoy the lyrics, like listening to and reading the lyrics, just in terms of like, I like the idea of their, they, they have the song that's just about like, you got to take a minute, you got to chill out. So right. I like the message of that. Not only that, but there's also parts where, um, Serengeti's doing the verse or, I mean, I guess it could be a few of them, but I think it's mostly just Serengeti doing the verses and the, there's points where it's him kind of overdubbed multiple times and stuff like that. And so you can hear these little bits and pieces where there's kind of call and response to it. Or um, like one of my favorites is this line that's in the third verse, I think. Uh, No, let me see where they put it here. I think maybe it's the second verse. Verse two. uh, There's a point where they're like, and when you feel like you just can't stop, there's this moment where after the like you just can't stop 
another staring guy is like, can't stop, my bad, because he's off a little bit. And it's like, this is me, like, describing a joke and making it not funny. But every time I hear that part, I'm like, I fucking love that. Because it's just very, like, there's something very personable it's about very, the well, fact it's, that it's, they... It's extremely candid. Like... Yes. Yes. Absolutely. And, and like, that's a take that a he fucked up. That he made. Yeah. And they were... And they... And you know, like, you know, Sun Lux is in there like, no, leave it in, leave it in. Like... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's include this one that's, or something that's, like that. That's the art the art house part of this is those imperfections mm-hmm. are what make it interesting. And like a yeah. lot of times, like we don't, nobody, you don't really see them or hear them as being imperfections. Um, but when you have them and they just, they, they, they set it to the next level. That's when it's mm-hmm. like, that's what makes yep. screen printing so interesting from a manual perspective. If you're manually printing shirts, like the imperfections are what make it cool. Um, yeah. And I feel the same way about music in general, to some extent. There, there is like sometimes you want to be methodical and and perfect, but that doesn't have to always be that way. Yeah. Um. But the other thing that I find really interesting about the song is that it very much has a little bit of like a. There's a journey that it goes on. It starts off like a very like, you know, like a radio play rap song, and then as it continues and there's more sufian in it it gets more electronica and also very melodic because he starts to sing instead of the rapping that serengeti's doing yeah and the way that that kind of blends in with like how the next track goes and um there's interesting themes that kind of carry through the whole album and like little callbacks to different parts of songs a lot of the stuff that i was like saying that i really enjoyed about some of the coheed work is very much present in this just not in like really a prog way it's just kind of a thematic um the thematic toolkit that they're playing with they want to kind of like bring little melodies and things like the um you know the the you'll hear the melody from track two in later songs in, in a couple of different places and there's like lines that appear in multiple songs as well and i really like that kind of thing um, yeah. I think my, in terms of lyrics that I think are great, uh, Booty Call is another great song. There's a moment in the song where he says, uh, uh, let's see here. Sorry, I should have pulled this up a little bit earlier. He says, uh, uh. Yeah, no, that's not what he says. <laughs> I really love Serengeti's flow in this song. I think it's very good. Um, but there's also a moment where he's like, I'm going to get a condom, put it on my Mazda. And I'm like, what the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> is his penis the Mazda? Or what What are we doing there? Um, must be pretty that's small. Fun. <laughs> and then, uh, no, I just like a lot of the rhymes that are in the song. The part where it's like, just a little bit south of the city. Do you really have a kitty? And things like that. Like, I don't know. That could also be extremely sexual, but I take it as like, mm. actually, do you just, do you have a kitty? Cause I like cats or <laughs> do, something. Do like you that. have a cat? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, booty call, I think is, is also very good. Um, but I think my favorite song on the album is rhythm of, of devotion. Um, which it's interesting. Uh, like, you know, when I started listening to this, um, uh, I think Rick had also introduced it to Nick too. And Rhythm of Devotion is a song that Nick does not like. 
because it's got this very like discordant, um, dissonant, um, metallic, uh, kind of, I don't want to call it a melody, but yeah, it's it, the, the notes that are in it and recur throughout it are very kind of like, they're not the easiest to listen to. But the interesting thing is that by the end of the song, they kind of complete the phrase that they start with those notes and you get the full resolution of the chord progression as well. And I like what they did with that and why it, um, how it all comes together and how big the song really gets because it goes from being this like, kind of like a whispery navel gazy Sufian song into like, just like a big, you know, anthemic almost kind of thing. Uh, and and I think I enjoy that very much as well. Um, other than that, Lion's Share is very good too. Mm-hmm. Very very good uh, very good flow there as well. Um, but yeah, no, I'm glad you guys liked it. Uh, yeah, I, I mean it's it's gonna be it it'll it'll be in, in the in the repertoire of things I pull out at parties to show awesome. people how artsy fartsy I am. There you go. You know, there you like, go. Like, hey, I know some stuff that you've never heard before. <laughs> and then I pull this one out and they're like, oh, man, I love this. Oh, this is so cool. And I'm like, yeah, it came out like fucking 10 years ago, you loser. <laughs> <laughs> you really haven't heard of it? <laughs> Sucks to no, be that's awesome. you. you know? uh, there's, I just want to point out also uh, that something that is uh, tied to my enjoyment of this, uh, of this. of this album there's uh serengeti has a song called denahi or he's got an album called denahi and a song called denahi and it's about uh it's about um i mean i believe it's also boston man it's been a while since i listened to it but it's also about brian denahi like from cocoon the actor brian denahi <laughs> and uh <laughs> it's it's very funny it's 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 funny there's a good uh video for it on youtube as well uh shot on uh no chicago excuse me not fucking boston um but it's a it's a very like chicago centric song and uh and i really i really like it a lot and the fact that brian dennehy is involved is also good because i also like cocoon i just want to say i i don't remember um I gotta, I gotta look it up, but so just another tie to Sun Lux there. So Eric and Prada is a really good drummer. He's in the band Night Versus. He's also in the band Fever uh, Fever Nine Nine Nine, and he did some session drumming, uh, touring drumming with Corn recently. More recently, uh, <laughs> dude's an amazing drummer. He does these videos called Drum Chain, and it, he gets nine drummers and he has them. He tells them like, okay, do give me twelve bars. Uh, you know, at 120 BPM, and I want you to ex like tell me what your interpretation of uh you know rhythm is or something like that. I, I'm just throwing that out there. So like the drummer has to like represent what rhythm means to them using their drumming in a nine in a 12 bar segment at a specific BPM, and then he has his guitarist from Night Verses write a, like a whole song over all of these drum parts. It's they're fucking amazing, hmm. but he has the drummers all video themselves doing it, and the drummer from Sun Lux does one of them, and it's extremely poor quality video because he literally just did it with like his <laughs> cell phone, so the sound isn't very good either. Yeah. But like 
that it's it sounds like a Sun Lux song. Like you're listening to it and you're like, oh my God, like this is so like what he's doing, the expressiveness that he has on a drum set is incredible and it's super yeah. awesome. And I'll have to track down which one it is because Eric put up a whole bunch of different videos uh, that follow this uh, drum chain sequence of things. Um, but yeah, wh- like just very, it's a very cool um, series of videos that he did. So I just wanted to mention that because Sun Lux is very, very sick, like very cool. That, that's awesome. <laughs> that's another uh, dinner party one that you can throw on and just let everybody chill out to. It's very dinner party. Yeah, uh, they also did the score to Everything Everywhere All at Once, which is a, a film that uh, very recently, a uh, very small film that has broken very big and made a lot of waves uh, by the Daniels, are the directors, Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert, previously did Swiss Army Man, which is the movie where Harry Potter is a farting corpse um, <laughs> that farts across the ocean for Donald Gleason, I believe. Anyway. Nice. Um but yes, uh, definitely check out everything everywhere all at once in the score. And that movie is awesome. And it's cool that Sunlux did it. Yeah. Uh, I got a little more time. Anything else that we want to touch on? We can talk Obi-Wan uh, next time because it'll be wrapped up. Mm-hmm. The last episode is this week. So please look forward to that. Um, I wanted to throw out there that I have been. I got to find the guy's name because I can't remember what it is. Um, I've been, I've been getting a bunch of videos of this particular, um, stand-up comic. He, his name is, uh, Stavros Halkis. He's a Greek Mm. comedian and he just, I mean, he looks like a cartoon character. It's that one that I trolled Corey with in our discord. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have had a chance to watch that stand-up. Not yet. But it is absolutely hilarious like he is so funny and if you catch any of his videos he's got snippets on youtube of him like roasting crowd members his crowd work is phenomenal Hmm. like there's one like he's greek so there's one where like this chick brings him a gyro those (laughs) of you who don't know what a gyro is it's a greek sandwich like typically on a pita made of lamb with like yogurt sauce and yeah i'm hungry let's stop talking about that delicious they're (laughs) delicious but he just like rips this girl tries to do something really nice for him by bringing him a sandwich and he and he just like roasts the shit out of her for it like (laughs) he's like i i I can't i'm not even going to try and tell the jokes but he's he's just he's so good he's got a full hour special that's on youtube that's fantastic um if you search for his name which will uh will link in the uh in the show, show notes, notes yeah. I'll uh, I'll get you a, I'll get you a share link for that. Actually, it's YouTube.com/c/stavvybaby uh, is his uh his <laughs> YouTube direct link. S T A V V Y baby B A B Y. Um, nice. But yeah, he's absolutely hilarious. I've been loving watching his videos, and when I'm flicking through uh in or uh YouTube's version of uh TikTok on the platform the shorts like a bunch of his pop up and they just crack me up i i just find him very funny um nice i'll have to check it out but yeah i uh i, I think that's it what else? i oh, we're, we restarted a, an office rewatch um so that's happening and megan's been reading by reading i mean the audiobook she's been listening to the audiobook that uh jenna fisher and, and angela kinsley put out 
uh, nice. talking about the the whole show and their experience on set and everything. More a little more behind the scenes than the Office Ladies podcast that they have, and she's been yeah. really enjoying it. So, um, cool. That's all I really. We started have. in the in the small amount of time where we do end up sitting down to watch something instead of watching something new. We started Parenthood over again because we decided that we want to cry a lot. Yeah, you want to watch time. a show that makes you angry and sad all at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would. I just just watch Friday Night Lights is what you should be doing. Oh, we instead. did that. We did that like a year ago, maybe. So that's why we were like, now we can do Parenthood, I'm and then we'll probably well go back overdue to for Night a Friday Night Friday Night Lights rewatch. I haven't oh, it's so good. watched Parenthood, but based on people's reactions around me that have watched it, I feel like it's something you don't want to watch if you've just entered becoming a parent. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, some people avoid crying. I kind of just go headlong into it for some reason, and that's just who I am. Mm-hmm. Everything Everywhere All at Once is a movie that I'm going to need to rewatch now that I have a daughter, and I will probably cry a lot. <laughs> I haven't watched that yet. It's it's on the list, though. I'm sure Tron Legacy will make me cry even more than it already does. <laughs> I talked with Nick about that. The scene from Interstellar when he's watching the video messages from like the several years that he was stuck on the water planet. Yeah. I'm going to cry just like Matthew McConaughey in that scene. You know, that's that's my life now. Anyways. But, yeah. So what do we want to talk right. about next time? What music? I think, well, I think, should we reserve? Uh, not, not, I, I mean, this... My heart out tonight is basically Nicole's bedtime, so we could start a little bit earlier to have more time or something like that, but I feel like Obi-Wan might be a lot of discussion. Yeah, we could we could do Obi-Wan. Uh, and then, do you want to resume and do that Radiohead bullshit? No, I, I have a different that? album for you guys. Okay, okay. Is, um, is it still Radiohead? No. <laughs> Damn it. John wants to shit on Radiohead. I do. <laughs> That's on fine. Different we'll do that on it's a different episode. Shooting on Radiohead with John Morrell. Did yeah. you guys uh, have you listened to Japanese Breakfast at all? No. I oh, okay. would I say would like listen to. to Jubilee. That was their album from last year, almost exactly okay. a year ago. So I just I started exploring their stuff like i was supposed to they were supposed to open for another band i saw a couple years ago and they couldn't show for some reason um that was a little disappointing because i wanted to see what they were about but um yeah they did do the soundtrack to sable the video game that came out earlier or late last year maybe that's right that's right um but i don't know it's it's good music i think you guys will appreciate it it's pretty solid lyrically but like the music is good, <laughs> like, and it's also catchy. Yeah, I'm. I'm so sorry. I was saying goodbye to Amy because she's leaving. Um, yeah, I feel like I've heard a lot about Japanese Breakfast. She was on, or they they were on um, Saturday Night Live yes. for the finale, I believe, as well. Uh, that's what um, got me into like listening to the albums. Actually, is okay. It was something I wanted to do, and I just kept putting off. But then I saw their performance on uh, SNL, and I was—I uh, really enjoyed it. So I was like, "All right." And those songs got stuck in my head, man. Yeah, 
No, I'm uh, I'm down to check out Jubilee. So, well, now we can get extra listen in on it, and and maybe yeah, you know, I just want to take can... things in a different direction, you know. Sure, oh. absolutely, absolutely. We can do that. I mean, me shitting on Radiohead would also do that. We could do that sometime. That'll happen. Well, you can listen to that other album that I recommended, and then you can try shitting on them. This is just me hyping it up so that everybody listening who actually likes Radiohead is like, oh, oh, what the fuck? (laughs) I was just just, taking it back a bit. I don't remember that ever coming up in conversation between us that you have a strong dislike for Radiohead. No, 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 no. It's not a dislike. Okay. Don't get me wrong. It's a hatred? It's hard. No, it's uh, what? How do I want to? Ex- I can't. I will just. I will. I will preface it with this: that I personally feel that Radiohead is the most overrated alternative rock band of all time. That's all. It's a bold statement. That. Okay. And it's it may be a bold statement, but it's true, and uh, you heard it for here first and from me. We can wrap up on and, that. Uh, yeah, there we go. That's it. Look forward to more. We have to build up to just one side quest where only John talks about hating Radiohead for 30 mm-hmm. minutes. In a month and a half from now, we will yeah. talk about this. Brian and I don't say a word. <laughs> it's just John <laughs> ranting about all Radiohead. You, all you hear is you guys in the back. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. We'll just put out a mm-hmm. random side side quest where it's just John ranting about this, and and every once in a while you, you hear like a like, <laughs> I don't yeah, know. just just use sound bites that you've already recorded of me. <laughs> yeah, Brian and I'll fill in a page on the Roadcaster sounds, and I'll just yeah, I'll we play just, them. We listened to that episode <laughs> well, about Radiohead, and it, it just it had a buzz going through the entire episode. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a line buzz. Like, was your mic cable resting over a power cord or something? Like, no, that was no, Brian. Just hear <laughs> he was breathing. <laughs> I'll just, uh, I'll make Brian sneeze every five minutes <laughs> on the dot. All right. All right. Anyways, go. yeah, we got to peace out. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Uh, thanks, all our patrons. We love you. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. And uh, we'll see you next time. Peace.